Hello, world, and welcome to this episode of the Ronjiro Japan podcast, the place where we provide insights on Japan from people who know Japan. Japanese fashion designers are among some of the best out there. Most of us know at least one or two Japanese fashion brands that have made their mark around the world. Our guest today is a fashion designer who used to work for one of these companies, but now she has her own set of styles, not one, but two. Fashion accessory brands that are loved by customers in exclusive fashion centers around the world. Japanese fashion designer Kaori Sumi has agreed to join us on Ronjiro Japan today to talk about her brands and her activities. Now, I've never been accused of being fashionable, but I do have one shirt that's funky and expensive that I've chosen to wear for today's discussion. I'll try to bring it up during the course of our talk to see what a world famous fashion designer thinks of my funky shirt. So be sure to listen to the end of the episode. Our guest today is fashion accessory designer Kaori Sumi. I'm your host JT, and this is Ronjiru. Let's discuss Japan. Kaori Sumi, thank you for joining us on the Ronjiro Japan podcast.、Mm, thank you. It's very nice to speak with you. Your name comes up in the fashion press a lot, so I was interested in speaking with you today. You're quite remarkable because not only are you a fashion designer, but you're also a very sportive person. You love the outdoors.、Uh, you do,、uh, you're a cyclist, you do trail running. You're also a triathlete. You've participated in the Ironman competition. Yes.、Um, and. You love international travel、mm. with such a varied <laughs> amount of, of hobbies and interests.、Um, when did you first know that you wanted to be a, a fashion designer and why was that?、Um, I first,、um, I think I have a lot of influence by how I brought up. At, at my childhood, I was in Sydney,、mm-hmm. really outdoor. outdoor.、Yes. <laughs> Every week to the beach and so on. And、uh, after I came back to Japan, I went to a high school of fine arts.、Mm-hmm. There I studied designing and to、uh, also college,、um, a women's college of fine arts, it's called. Oh, yes. And、uh, there I studied、uh, textile design. Right. And.、Uh, I wanted to be a designer, but、mm-hmm. actually, I wasn't thinking about fashion.、Um, it could be product designer or、mm-hmm. um, textile designer or something.、Right. And、uh, after graduated,、um, I've got a job of、uh, an accessory designer in an apparel company. Right. That, that's a really fashion, fashion company. Mm-hmm. So, well, I liked fashion very much. So it was a really good opportunity. And there I learned、um, designing all sorts of items except、mm-hmm. clothing because I was in the accessory design section. And、uh, it was early 80s when、um, everybody liked something very new, something that you haven't seen. And also new, new fashion, and which is very different from now,、right. I think. <laughs> now people don't like really, really you know, new stuff,、right. I think. So that's how I started、um, as a, in a fashion design. Yes.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after I did、uh, designing work there,、um, I went to a big trouble with my husband,、trouble. one and a half year.、That's、and after a year and a half, I came back and I have to call all my、um, name cards that I got while I was、uh, working as a designer and ask for any kind of a small job. What can I get? And that、um, I started to be a freelance designer、mm-hmm. and I did. Or small contracts. 
And after six months, I think I had several contracts to live by myself. Actually, I had a husband who started to be a student. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That means I have to、uh, work.、Um, I thought it was a really great chance to change my mind and do something else、mm-hmm. if I have to come back to Japan. Right. But I had to do fashion or designing job. Because my husband's going to be a student.、Right. <laughs> so、right. that's the quickest way to earn money.、Uh, I see. Yeah, that's right. So that's how it came. And、uh, after several months,、um, my, several years, my husband、uh, got independent. Actually, he wanted to be an acupuncturist. So he had, he, had a, he had a school for three years、mm-hmm. and to get a license. So after four years, he got、um, what?、Uh, he he started his own job as an acupuncturist. So then I thought I might do my own business,、um, uh, establish a, a company, and、uh, do my own design products. So that's how Chaos began. Right, which was my next question. How did Chaos begin? And,、yeah. um, and, and maybe give a bit of、yes. if, uh, a description about what kind of a brand it is.、Um, yes, it, it was a. Actually, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about、uh, what kind of products I want to make. Anything for me, it's, it's really new compared to designing for other companies. So, but I have to sell by myself. And.、Right. Uh, I thought I would start with handbags. I could do shoes or hats, but I start with handbags because I had a very good、um, friendship with a, a craftsman of handbags in Tokyo. So they could support me if I start really small <laughs> quantities and stuff. And、uh, one day I was looking for a material to make、mm-hmm. my design.、Um, I wanted something、uh, very special. Uh, before I know about the market of materials or fabrics that can be、um, used for handbags or like even leather, but、um, I wanted something very special for myself. And I found this、uh, old men's kimono in a, in a vintage store.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, it, it wasn't really. Like a very flowery,、uh, typical well, Japanese print or something. It was really dark,、uh, chic men's kimono. Looked like a little check pattern or something. And, but it looked very special to me because it was really different from what I was using for the、uh, products before. And I bought this kimono and I have to undo and、uh, put together with a very light. Uh, pink velvet and made a handbag sample, and it was really different for me using this old fabric,、uh, old textile. And w h、uh, a t well, velvet is a new fabric, and putting together、mm-hmm. and make a handbag it was really something different. So I thought, um, uh, I will do this, you know. It's something original for myself. Right. And that's how I started with the old kimonos. And yes, after、um, I start looking for what any other kinds of textiles in the old kimonos, like kind of a hobby, <laughs> right. became. Yes. So that was accident, so, actually. So it was the fact that it was different? That got you started on it? Yes, it's a different, they, it has a different、um, atmosphere, I thought, compared to new, new but、um, mm-hmm. production made things. It, it was a production in the past, but、um, after people have worn and、uh, through the big times <laughs> and maybe have stories in the kimono and So it looked very different. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's how Chaos started was with uh, one yes. single yes, yes, yes. Uh, men's kimono. Definitely. And then yes. you moved on from there. That I didn't imagine it would be like this. And uh, in another hand, as a, while I was a freelancer, I used to work for an import handbag company. Mm-hmm. And I was producing, he was uh, producing handbags in Italy. So I went to Italy every season uh, with my design producing um, in Italy. So I knew some um, trade shows in Europe in Italy or Paris. And uh, I thought I would uh, do my first collection in Paris. Right. In a, and there was a very nice, um, not expensive show for new, new creators at the fashion season. So one day I went, uh, after this uh, work in Italy, I went to this... Um, collection in Paris and talked with the organizer mm-hmm. with my uh, prototype. I, then I had maybe two or three samples. And this um, organizer, oh, she was a really special woman. And, and she said, oh, okay, why not um, come next season? I'll give you a booth. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started my collection in Paris. Was and that, every season. When, when was that? Um, that was uh, 19, 1997, mm-hmm. because I launched my company in 1996. Yes. And you've continued to do um, old kimono fabric yes. and mix it with something modern, something new, uh-huh. maybe something Western. Yes. Um, and, and what did people think of it? overseas when they saw uh, it? Was it um, just something new and interesting or was it something that they thought was uh, uh, beautiful and a, and a fashion item? What was the um, response? I think uh, beautiful and uh, unique. Something mm-hmm. they have never seen. And uh, yes, of course, at that time I used to use mini prints also and I was collecting very unique prints. Like... Uh, one time, I was collecting only rose, rose, right. rose mm-hmm. motif, flower, uh, rose motif kimono only. So, I, uh, I make a prototype, handbag design, and uh, buyers can choose their colors or a certain uh, vintage fabric, uh, which one to order. Mm-hmm. And I produce, I produce and uh, ship them. Uh, half a year after. I see. Like like that. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So I was collecting many every season. Mm-hmm. Not too many, but uh, for my collection. So what was it yes. about the fact that it was vintage? Is that is that something that was important oh. to you? Or was it just by chance that you thought, this is an interesting pattern? And Alfie few Right, right, right. That's right. I'm not really caring about how old it is but but finally i was looking through many older kimonos um the new ones aren't didn't interest me why the the textile design Mm -hmm. because um i think after um, maybe after world war ii or around then Mm -hmm. um, people start using only western clothes and only less people wear kimono, uh-huh. only at a special occasion. Mm-hmm. That means they need only classic, you know, traditional. I don't know I if see. I say traditional, but classic style kimonos only. So there's not much uh, fashion kind and uh, or crazy or uh, girls um, um, new style kimono. That kind of fashion in kimono was before uh, World War, I think. And uh, all the kimono uh, factory was producing uh, new designs um, influenced by by European fine arts sometimes, paintings or even fashion. So I can see all this uh, fusion in the kimonos, which is very fun part. 
Right. So the new ones, I'm not um, interested. <laughs> how old is vintage? Um, what is vintage? I think, I, I don't know, um, actually, but uh, we in the fashion people use uh, vintage words as vintage for like uh, jeans or uh, jewelries a lot. Yes, so uh, it yes. doesn't say it have to be how old, but um, I don't know. It's not like a used kimono, maybe vintage, more than 50 years, my, what I'm using is mostly. But uh, really, I don't care. If I find a very unique one in a new one, maybe I'll use it. But I don't find them. <laughs> no. And it must be difficult to find vintage fabric nowadays yes. um, and as time goes on. Right. And uh, the quantity is less and the price is like a double. So, so I was playing with it, uh, mm -hmm. but <laughs> I cannot do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Only small mm -hmm. pieces yes, I can yes, yes, make. Yes. That's very pity, but... Yes. You once said, I saw in an article um, that you were featured in, where you said uh, using um, old fabric is like a time machine. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an interesting thing to yeah. say. What does that past um, look like? So I can see the trends, fashion trends of kimono. And even, you know, many type of people, even like uh, women. Uh, maybe this person was uh, working as a, in a kind of a bar or show or that kind of person or really serious um, mm -hmm. working woman or these kind of stories I can see from uh, old kimono. Mm -hmm. That 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 mm -hmm. was a fun part. And so you take these very nice old pieces of artistically fashioned uh, vintage fabric. Mm -hmm. You combine them with modern, for example, velvet or leather. Mm -hmm. I know you you mm -hmm. you appear to like cowboy boots a lot, uh -huh, <laughs> yes. which is very cool. Yes. And uh, you put those uh, patterns on that, etc. And it just leads me to want to ask you the question, why you chose the name Chaos, Chaos which well, is which is the English word for chaos. Well, that's, um, um, for, that yes. comes from my name, Kaorisumi, K-A-O-S. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, but, okay. So nothing philosophical right. there. Well, <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah, about chaos. Oh, not bad, I thought. Uh, mm -hmm. But my father said uh, that that doesn't that word has a really you know kind of bad meaning. Well, I'm <laughs> so not not necessarily. Sometimes uh, he was uh, disruption is uh, an important uh, aspect of progress. Yeah, right. Because after um, maybe after five or ten years, um, I I saw. Um, like perfume named chaos and uh, sure and enough, kind of a, the word chaos yes. was like a boom, one time. So <laughs> you also said once in an article that when you first started with chaos uh, with chaos mm -hmm. uh, products mm -hmm. outside Japan, mm. that the Japanese fashion establishment uh, was not very enthusiastic. Ah, uh, right. Why? Because that was uh, 1997 when I started. And uh, around that time, there was no words like uh, remake. We, we use this word now in fashion or clothing, um, like using old, old kimono, not kimono only, but um, fabric, um, maybe old Western uh, clothing to remake something but we didn't have this word at that time and also i think japanese a lot of uh, not the really young ones but they had a um respect for uh traditional kim yes. japanese kimonos so mm -hmm. they cannot cut i was cutting yes. and cutting in I pieces see. making something oh. and that was really rude for them i think so in there, I don't know if they had thought it was rude, but they didn't like it, like the idea. Oh. Don't bring, bring it to the fashion, you know, kind of. Kimono is like a, 
a different thing. So, yeah, mm. that's how. So it was really strange that uh, even a journalist, Japanese journalist, if they are aged, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say everybody, um, because I knew some who really um, was liked cows very much. But um, even uh, yes, some journalists. I see. Didn't come to my booth <laughs> because you cut the kimono. They can't yes. look at it. Hey, so yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 you know, um, English uh, Vivian Westwood. Mm-hmm. She she did a lot of creation with a uh, what a British Czech. Yes, that is also their traditional pattern, like a tweed or something. Yes. Um, she did a lot of I don't know twe- I don't know maybe tweed but I see. more like a English tatan chick into crazy clothes, mm, crazy which clothes. was <laughs> which was a kind of a punk punk idea. So yeah. people might thought I was really punk doing mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. but after maybe nearly ten year, ten years after, a lot of people start cutting kimono and making little purses or handmade something. Right. As that was kind of another Japanese movement in Japan. So I thought that that was a we call waboom. Waboom, yes. Waboom came, but yes. <laughs> um, I was really completely different. So idea. So I, oh. I'm not doing that. But people start maybe not uh, hating me at that time. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's good to know. That's good to know. So, when you take a piece of yeah. old fabric, for example, um, do you look at the size of the fabric and decide what to make, uh, or do you say, "Here's what I'm going to make, and therefore here's how I will cut the fabric"? Is it chicken or egg? I see the fabric first. I see. Because I, and um, if I talk about cows, I was collecting kimono first. Mm-hmm. Have a kind of an idea, but. Um, a certain type of uh, uh, range of kimonos in in right. a same image mm-hmm. to for a collection for next season or something. Right. So, right. but kimono f- fabric is uh, mostly uh, width is very small, thirty six centimeter. So I cannot make a huge. Otherwise, I have to sew it. Uh, I see. So um, not very big pieces I could make, but um, yes, maybe fabric first. Yes, it could be opposite. <laughs> I see. What made what, <laughs> yes. what yeah. made you decide to do cowboy hats and cowboy boots? Oh, I I have to do something. You know, um, I respect kimonos also, but when I'm cutting. I think uh, I have to make something very different. Otherwise, you you will be killed. You know, you know, just cutting, <laughs> kind of. You have to make beautiful things, or you have to make very different something. Then it means means a creation. So, so then one day I thought of oh, cowboy hats and western boots, because I found this obi, um, very old. Uh, the obi group I bought was like, uh, well, more than 100 years. The silk was very different and colors and patterns were big. And uh, it was one period of um, marriage obi group I I collected. Then I made uh, western boots and, uh, and a cowboy hat with that obi fabric like that. <laughs> Not... The the Western style is is sort of a historical or a tradition mm. yeah, of the right. West, <laughs> and by putting ki- old kimono fabric on that, you're blending old oh, yes. with old. Uh, it's kind yes, of interesting. It is. Right. is there anybody in Texas wearing one of your hats? <laughs> I, oh, I hope there was, but that's I don't cool. Know. <laughs> that's cool. So yeah. you had to be careful because otherwise you'll just get called scissor lady. Yeah. Right. Right. And what about now? Now that uh, kimono fabric is uh, vintage, kimono fabric is is difficult to find. Uh, the price is higher, etc. What is cows focused on in terms of products now? Uh, 
now um i still have um resin accessories mm-hmm. um i did a lot of resin accessories resin uh acrylic resin accessories and uh i still have these now um between no, acrylic resin right i put right, uh, old right, fabric right it it makes a really new material different material and uh the kimono fabric looks very wet between the transparent uh, acrylic board All right. and it's uh, it's completely different it doesn't look like fabric but uh, from this um, acrylic um, resin board mm-hmm. cut them and there are special people they do it for me and they make uh, accessories I, see. I make uh, mostly bangles but even others too mm-hmm. and now um using um bring these accessories to kanazawa prefecture mm-hmm. and there is a kanazawa gold leaf um craftsman i'm asking them to put some gold leaves on accessories so are working together yes oh so house <laughs> yes. goes gold yes. so yes before <laughs> i did oh, very good recently mm-hmm. and also i make small pieces because i cannot mm-hmm. find big quantities so um like purses and uh, like uh, document cases and yes small items too yeah so that's kaos uh, a brand that brings a, a touch of japan to the world but that's not the only brand that you formulated. You've also established La La Signorita. Yes. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Mm-hmm. And I think the uh, parasol behind you is La La Signorita. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Beautiful. Thank you. So <laughs> that was um, after Kaos had been established and you were uh, moving forward with the business, you decided to <laughs> formulate another brand and start yes. it. Because um, uh, during I was showing in Paris, I got mm-hmm. um, Japanese clients also. And uh, after all, I had uh, quite many Japanese clients. And mm-hmm. I found out, was, well, Kaos was um, concentrating on vintage kimono fabric. As, but um, I had more clients in Japan. Um, that uh, looking for other accessories, which I really was interested to play, make, but mm-hmm. I thought it, they aren't, you know, more season. Like I think Japanese people like season, so right. more seasonable fashion accessories. And I thought it was not for export, only maybe. Um, market in Japan, domestic market, right. targeted. Um, so I think Kaos and Lara Senorita both are my taste, comes from my taste. Mm-hmm. But I'm using something that I cannot use in Kaos a lot in Lara Senorita. Such as? Such as uh, like African fabric like this. Mm-hmm. Right. Or a... Uh, uh, yes, I do um, African what, uh, raffia, which is a palm, comes from palm leaves, mm-hmm. um, the natural what, fabric, a fabric, no, uh, material, mm-hmm. yarns, or uh, what, I don't know, anything. Now I'm making a lot of parasols. But uh, before for Lara Senorita, I made a lot of accessories, too. Right. Then I did uh, acrylic resins, of course, and uh, anything metals or stones or right, and even leathers. And leather is, I thought, not really for exporting because I knew Europe and they had good leather. Right. So, mm-hmm. I wasn't really interested to do in leather stuff. So, 
for so so there was there was cows which was a if you will a kind of a japanesque mm-hmm. kind of image mm-hmm. uh that that was popular overseas mm-hmm. but then you get lala senorita and when i look at it i kind of feel like an ocean breeze oh, yeah. you know um something yes, yes, something yes. sort of in a in a warm a warm country with oh. a lot of sun that's the yeah. image i get from it and it's a very different image what made you decide uh, to establish a new brand that was so different from the first one i think it's it's very uh correct mm. and i think i have both mm-hmm. because i was brought up overseas and uh, with beaches and outdoors mountains and right. uh, i wasn't in a really hot country but i like uh yeah a warm image so i think it just come from myself and both are and cows is not really a very good girl also so why not why not because you're because uh, you're a scissor lady <laughs> yes yes <laughs> i think uh, i'm not really seriously um i'm not uh, uh describing uh, traditional japanese or not no not not that kind so Um, I'm trying to You're make chopping some- it into pieces. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm trying to make something different. <laughs> I see. Yes, so both. I think the both is myself, mm-hmm. actually, and uh, something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, even I like cow- making cows, but I see. Well, with Lala Senorita. Um, Uh, and you have your online store which is now live and I'll put links to that in the show notes for this episode oh. that's all fine yes it's really? nice yeah thank yeah. you um you appear to work with japanese craftsmen on a lot of uh some of the products anyways parasols as well as fans and mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> for me it's very inter- maybe it's not interesting for you but for me it's interesting that you will take something like african fabric or indonesian fabric or mm-hmm. the very sort of western and sweden and sweden yeah, yeah. and those those uh, non-japanese motifs and work them mm-hmm. into a product working with japanese craftsmen <laughs> could you tell us about that that's a very interesting thing for me oh yes it's weird and i love it <laughs> yes you true um i don't know to uh well this make products in japan is quite hard now mm-hmm. um f- hard to find um in a reasonable price also mm-hmm. and uh, less factories and it's quite hard but um work with the japanese craftsmen making details you know i can see them and not like uh, ordering china and uh what waiting for samples to come up and now oh, it's like this but i cannot do it in china the mm. same kind of thing but um why why is that um i don't know people who's carving or what they can do this they can there is a um handbag sewing can, uh factory or even a parasol or shoes or something but mm-hmm. um for details i think i have to find people here and uh talk and uh produce here where i can see right so yeah yeah mm-hmm. and actually what doing. yes i'm doing the details in japan even um, fabric come from outside <laughs> sure that's funny but um yes yeah, so Recently I'm buying from uh, every year I'm buying from uh, African fabric mm-hmm. prints and uh, recently I'm buying Sweden prints also but they all um now I make bags and uh, parasols and for parasols I have to uh water resist yes in a Japanese factory I put the fabric into the factory and to make a water resist mm-hmm. and uh, and the uv um and then go to make um in a factory such as umbrella factory or 
craftsmen in a handbag mm-hmm. factory or whatever. Mm-hmm. But first, yes, for parasols, I do the water resist in Japan. Is is that you've used the word details uh, about four or five times already mm-hmm. um, as we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. that's good. That, that, I guess, leads me to the question. Um, why the mm-hmm. focus on detail? Um, why? Yes. I mean, anybody um, who produces things, uh-huh. um, who produces uh, fabrics or parasols or things like that, um, presumably... Uh, focuses on details, um, mm. and yet it's here in Japan that the details are are very important, and that's something that you use in your works. And I found that fascinating, and think it's something mm. that we can explore. Yeah, thank you. Um, what do you think? Yes, because uh, most of the I I was talking about the, some parts parts of the mm-hmm. product as a detail, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> uh, even embroideries or I see. Um, Curving stuffs mm-hmm. or acrylic resin handles and stuffs, um, mostly in the same yeah. items in the market is uh, more uh, machine made mm-hmm. and, and mass production. Just putting it together, which uh, doesn't uh, look very charming. <laughs> mostly, so I don't. I have no places. If they have many big um, quantity of uh, like a wholesaler or parts or something and really nice things, maybe I will buy them, but <laughs> I can't find them. So I have to make by mm-hmm. myself. Yes. How rare in the fashion industry, how rare is made in Japan? Um, I'm not really... Uh, I don't have a number, but I think very less every um, year by year, getting less. And uh, in fashion, I don't know. I think less than thirty percent. If I wow. include clothing, clothing, yeah. So, I think so the design is done in Japan, and then the actual production is outsourced. Is that how it works? Yes, yes. That's and it's a matter of most. cost, maybe? Yeah, mm. I think so. And, uh, yes, cost, yes. Mm-hmm. But not you. Because you make it here. Yes, so it co- costs. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, which is actually kind of a, another thing I wanted to ask you about. Um, your products... Kaos uh, as well, but also especially Lala Senorita mm-hmm. is in Japanese, um, a Japanese word, itemono. Mm. So it's original. It, There's only one uh, of each piece, or not everything, but a lot of them. Um, no, I think I use this uh, one of a kind f- mm-hmm. word for Kaos products because um comes in different textiles. Oh, right. Th- th- and even the places where I cut, mm-hmm. um, it looks different, even if it come from the uh, same print. Right. So that kind of one of a kind. And uh, I can't make uh, like art pieces, only one. That should be handmade. And uh, I'm not making uh, art piece. Mm-hmm. So mostly, yes, different fabric mm-hmm. or different looking. Sure. Even, yeah, that makes you only one. Even sure. the face of the purse or something, mm-hmm. it's only one that you can. But brings up the price a little bit um, because yes. it's not mass produced. Um, yes, mm-hmm. have to be worked one by one. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so who would be the target group for, let's say, Lala Senorita, a parasol or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, now, um, I don't know. Now I'm making more parasols mm-hmm. and bags. And uh, before it was like more different items. So now it's expanding the target of mm-hmm. people who are buying. 
it's a little expensive sure. compared to market price of the items, I think. But um, actually, not the uh, ages that who are, who mm-hmm. likes my taste. Yeah, they have to know. <laughs> yes, that's um, not not very classic or not very serious. <laughs> I, think. I see. Uh, very fun. Fun. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> fun a kimono with a cowboy or a cowboy hat with a kimono pattern is a lot of fun and that's cows yeah. i know but um yeah that's very cool um i want to talk to you about your creative process and um, because you're trying to create not everything is one of a kind items but you're trying to do uh something that's unique and different mm-hmm. which is something you've already said a couple of times um what is the the way that you go about thinking about things? Do you stumble upon an idea and then make it? Or do you play with fabric and then get an idea? How does it work for you? Um, many different ways, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, um, maybe idea comes suddenly anywhere, any kind. Maybe from fabric or maybe from... I don't know. Just walking. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I can't say. Um, but um, maybe if for Lala Senorita, maybe I image about the outdoor image or travel to somewhere. And uh, yes. Then I start drawing and do from what material should I make this and uh, to make what item like that. So you start it by drawing? Um, sometimes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get stuck for an idea? Um, sometimes, maybe, yes. But I'm not always drawing or designing, so I have many things to do uh, for the production or mm-hmm. even for... She, but sales or right. whatever. So I have so many things to do if I'm stuck <laughs> and come back again. <laughs> yes. And yes. come back again to it. Yes. Yes. Um, when you have an idea um, from the idea for what to make to actual production, approximately um, how long does it take? From idea, maybe long, but uh, from sample make the sample if mm-hmm. after m- samples made to the production maybe three months i see but for the sample uh depends but um one and a half months or something mm-hmm. so almost five months or so you're you're always about a half a year ahead of the weather Yes. Because everything in fashion is very seasonal. Right, right. And you're always thinking about the next season six months later. Right. Because I started right. uh, next summer collection design now. Yes. So Right. Next summer collection. Yeah, but actually the products come up in uh, February. So that's I see. about six months. Wow. Yeah. What a... That's a... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, but sun is not on my mind in February. But anyways, anyways. Right. <laughs> um, you, because you're uh, an athlete, and we'll talk about that in a moment as yeah. well, is there anything you get from the various uh, outdoor activities and athletics that you do that helps you with designing uh, or ideas um, for either Kaos or Lala Senorita? Um, yes, uh, not directly, mm-hmm. but... Um, what most I like is uh, meeting a lot of different people mm-hmm. through races or uh, training or and even I go like uh, I am an overseas yes. and uh, then I get um, new friends from all over the world mm-hmm. and uh, speaking with them or racing with them um, it put me to unusual um, and refreshes me and 
I get a new mind that、mm-hmm. not only in small places thinking only about fashion is <laughs> not very good for new ideas.、Mm-hmm. So it helps. And、mm-hmm. I love to have、uh, different k i n d of people,、um, not only the same k i n d of people around me. So that, that was a very good point that I started sports racing. And I like sports. Uh, fashion too, very much. Sports fashion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't produce, but. Right.、Mm-hmm. You're, <laughs> you're a triathlete. Yes. Wow. And you were, I think, Taiwan, was that your most recent、um, ITU、uh, triathlon?、Um, no, Taiwan was quite a long time ago. That would have been.、Uh, I, I did、uh, Korea. Oh, yes, I see. Uh huh. Korea and、uh, after w- the next year, Korea was、uh, cancelled by typhoon. So the long one, long、mm. one is、uh, last one was Korea, Ironman. Yes, I did Taiwan and ITU in、uh, Sweden. In Sweden? Too. How'd、yes, you do? I did. Uh, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough. Well, obviously, it's tough. It's a triathlon. But, but, uh, <laughs> The Sweden ITU,、uh, it was a championship in Sweden.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, the water, it was a really beautiful lake.、Mm-hmm. I have to swim. Yes.、Um, the race was um, uh, swim w a s four kilometers、yes. first. But as the water temperature was 14,、mm-hmm. That people will die if you <laughs> swim for four kilometers. So they cut to 1.5 kilometers. Right. And it was really chilly. Can't stay. Just、That's、30 minutes swim. I see. So that kind of tough. <laughs> right. And that、yes. toughness, I guess,、um, is a, also applicable to your fashion business.、Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it. Helped you prepare for the coronavirus, which has affected the fashion industry. Yes. Like an amazing degree.、Um, I don't know exactly how many, but there are many, many、um, very famous fashion brands throughout the world、mm. that are actually going bankrupt、mm-hmm. even、mm. because of coronavirus.、Yes. How has it affected you and your business? Yeah, in、uh, and your sports? In a small. Um, market, fashion market in Japan.、Mm-hmm. Also, you know, shops closed, department closed、mm-hmm. uh, for a month, two months, and、uh, small stores、um, they could open, but、um, I think customers don't come back、right. even now.、Mm-hmm. So I think it's all over the world, the same thing happening. And、uh, I don't know what's going to be,、um, what's going on after. One or two years after now.、Mm-hmm. Yes. So now, at least what I can do is、uh, I'm trying to、uh, sell directly to consumers. Right. So that's why I launched an online shop store. Yeah, because before I was only wholesaling to the stores.、Mm-hmm. So that's the very. And also select shops. Yes. Yes, yes.、Mm-hmm. And that's the very different、uh, part that I'm going to work with. Maybe I cannot wait for a wholesale、uh, buyer.、So、And I, I, I assume that there's not a lot of exhibitions going on either.、Right. In, for example, Paris, for example.、Right. Yes.、Right. Exhibitions, no、And、exhibitions. Even end of this year, I don't know. Uh, how many will be cancelled? <laughs> And、uh, yes, big、um, Paris collection, you know, Milano, New York, they'll be cancelled too. So,、right. crazy.、Mm. So, those exhibitions are cancelled. And what about your sporting events?、Uh, are they cancelled yes, too? Yes, yes, all cancelled. Oh, God. So, that's why I'm you know, cycling at home. <laughs> Just training. Right. But you have the screen on your bike? Yes.、Um, uh, actually, this、uh, laptop 
and a computer mm -hmm. on the bike and connect connect I see so mm -hmm. I can race on uh, virtual races are you actually competing with other people I can do that yes oh, there cool. are races mm -hmm. small races mm -hmm. yes yeah so just looking back on what we've talked about um, so far today there's Kaus, mm -hmm. which was inspired by your name, <laughs> but also mm -hmm. by yes. your interest in the old patterns of mm -hmm. Japanese kimono, mm. uh, bringing a piece of that sort of Japanese style and uh, what shall we say, uh, the quality of the fabric to mm -hmm. a global audience. Then there was La La Senorita, mm -hmm. which takes fabrics and things from around the world mm -hmm. Um, combines them with the work of Japanese craftsmen, mm -hmm. craftspeople to make the <laughs> handles and things. Yeah. I love those little sparrows, by the way. That's oh. beautiful. The little sparrow handles yes. on the parasol. That's so cute. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah, that was, I think those are great. Anyways, so you take all of that and bring a touch of the world um, uh, here to Japan. But there's a common element in both the Kaos brand and the La La Senorita brand. And I think that common element has something to do with your, possibly with your philosophy mm. of fashion. Um, you appear to be irreverent. Uh, you appear to like to uh, challenge um, mm -hmm. the norms mm -hmm. and challenge the rules, which is very cool. Um, but at the core, both brands are very focused on Japanese craftsmanship, Japanese design, mm. and attention to detail. Is that your philosophy? Yes, I, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I think it's uh, my DNA about Japan, mm -hmm. Japan, Japanese. Yes. That mm -hmm. um, I'm not really caring about the tradition, but I like them. Fine. So right. they pull me into the the world of uh, like old kimono textiles or Japanese works, handworks or right. yes. So I'm not trying to what show the tradition. I'm not explaining mm -hmm. any tradition, but I like them. I think maybe that's my DNA. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so <laughs> you accidentally discovered yes, the, yes, uh, yes, the yes, craftsman yes. spirit. Yes, yes. I think, wow. and because, uh, in another, another hand, why I started cutting, maybe because I was um, brought up abroad, no? Right. Not... Japanese grown up, so that's why I could look at the material really flat. Oh, very beautiful. Um, I like to use it for my material, like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's maybe that's different from Japanese Japanese. So I had right. a little bit different eyes to look at it. That's why I was scissors cutting. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> hey, that's beautiful. Let's chop it up. No, no, that's, that's very good. Um, I think each piece that you create does speak a little bit to that tradition, um, whether you're using the traditional fabric or whether you're dealing with, uh, with a craftsperson who makes something for La La Senorita. Um, I think... Your respect for the Japanese tradition, uh, even though it was accidental, uh, <laughs> is still um, quite clear yeah. uh, in in what you do and and in the in the things that you make. You're keeping the tradition alive every time you create something. Um, I think I read somewhere that mm -hmm. acrylic mm -hmm. artists and craftspersons are becoming yes. more and more rare in Japan. Is that yes, true? Yes, because they don't have work. Why? They don't have work. I oh. mean, uh, I think uh, people don't uh, order. They make it all in China, I think, acrylic. 
Oh. That's why a lot of people have lost their job, and uh, so very rare now, I think. And but you have them work for you. Yeah, so that's you're keeping it alive. Know, but I think some maybe younger people have to um, learn and uh, do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Must because mm-hmm. they're mostly they're old people. Oh, uh, the crafts people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What What is challenging about the fashion industry nowadays here in Japan? Challenging. Mm-hmm. Most difficult aspect. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I think uh, to produce is difficult. Mm-hmm. To make in Japan is very quite difficult because of cost. Cost mm-hmm. and uh, less factories, and uh, yes, and when it costs, selling is difficult. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. do you normally do? I know you're very busy with exhibitions, which is why it was. And I thank you for your time in in being on no. this. Uh, my my podcast because I know you're right between another exhibition. You had one a couple days ago. You had one last week. Uh, you had one the week before, uh, a couple weeks before that. You're obviously doing a lot of exhibitions here in Japan. Um, how often do you do them? No, I just started doing this um, recently because I want to um, open for the you know consumers. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do it before, like this kind of events, oh. personal events. I see. Um, yeah. Uh, last month, I, d- I had an event at the uh, um, uh, department store in Osaka. Mm-hmm. That's different. But uh, recently, I used to, I did a little event. It was uh, for consumers in a little mm-hmm. galleries and mm-hmm. like pop-up event. Yes, and I started doing this, and um, I don't know, I won't do every month, but I mm-hmm. hope to do quite often to let people know about about Lala Senorita. And maybe in winter I do cows. What inspires you about fashion that makes you keep going, despite the fact that it's difficult um, despite the fact that it's becoming more expensive. What keeps you going with fashion? Um, um, yes, it's true, it's getting difficult. Mm-hmm. So I like fashion, and uh, I think I like products very much. So that's why I think I want to do it, but it's getting difficult. So... But with this coronavirus problem, I don't know what's what happens. Yes, everything is up in the air. Yeah, for every market. I guess so. Yeah. What's your next really cool idea? <laughs> you're doing parasols, you're doing handbags, you're doing the yeah. accessories and bangles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see, you know, like internal... Um, yes. Room designs or, or clothing lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. What's next for mm. Kaori Sumi? Um, for next year, I don't know. <laughs> yes, but uh, yes, maybe I'll think about something uh, uh, more indoor. I see indoor fashion, not mm-hmm. uh, interior fashion, but yes. For looking forward to today's interview, I wore my shirt mm-hmm. that's got different yes, designs. Yes, I, I was thinking. Isn't that very nice? Isn't that neat? <laughs> very nice. Every every surface has a different pattern. Even the collar has checks wow. and everything. Yes, I thought you might find this interesting. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I was thinking. Yes. Where did you I, get it? <laughs> I bought it in London. <laughs> oh. So there we go. I'm all fashionable today. You know, Oscar de la Renta. The fashion designer said that um, uh, a fashion is is a trend, uh-huh. but style lives within a person. Having 
been able to speak with you today. I think I can say, having looked within you a little bit, I like your style. Uh, uh, Kaori Sanai, thank you very much for you. your time today and joining us on the Ronjiro Japan podcast. Thank you. I've enjoyed very much. Thanks for joining us on the Ronjiro Japan podcast. For more insights on Japan from people who know Japan, be sure to subscribe to the podcast right now and check out our website at www.ronjirujapan.com. That's www.ronjirujapan.com. Links to all our content are on the website and in the description for this episode, including links to Facebook and Twitter and our YouTube channel, which also has a variety of videos in addition to regular episodes. Please subscribe, follow, and share. I look forward to talking to you again in the next episode. From Ronjiro Japan in Tokyo, I've been your host JT. Until next time, o genki dene.